0: I don't know about you, but I absolutely love Christmas. I'm the kind of person who, if my mom would let me, would put up the tree in July. I love Christmas. Christmas music, baking cookies, decorating the tree, Christmas Eve service at church, but most importantly, Christmas movies. Not just any Christmas movies, but Hallmark especially. I love Hallmark movies. Yes, I understand that all the Hallmark movies basically have the same plot just with different actors and actresses, but I don't care. The independent woman who leaves her high-paying job in the big city to settle down in this small town with a young man who makes, I don't know, maybe like $3 an hour chopping wood. And don't forget the dramatic plot twist when the ex-boyfriend or fiancé comes back just to ruin everything. And the fact that the main character's hair always looks amazing. Puts me in my Christmas feels. All of those details add up to make the perfect Hallmark movie. It's something about that classic love story that gives me butterflies. A couple overcoming the obstacles thrown their way, even if the obstacle is the town's bakery is closing down and they need to have a fundraiser to keep it open, and also making sacrifices for each other, makes me tear up. If you're looking for that kind of love, just move to a town nobody's ever heard of in Ohio or Georgia and wear a sign on your back that says I'm, I'm looking for a guy who wears flannels and is adored by the whole town. Unfortunately, you'll probably hit a dead end because the likelihood of that happening is very slim. However, I do want to tell you about a love story, one you can access. Now, this isn't your typical love story, but it is the greatest love story of all time. This is the love story of what Jesus did on the cross. Jesus might have been born in a small town, but he was not adored by many. In fact, King Herod, a mean, mean man who was king at the time, was threatened by Jesus. So much so, he tried to kill Jesus. Like, talk about an evil villain. Even the Pharisees didn't like Jesus. So yeah, he might not have been adored by all and he didn't wear flannel shirts, But he might have chopped wood. That is always a possibility. Jesus did make the ultimate sacrifice, though, on the cross. He died so we wouldn't have to. He made a way so we could be with God here on earth and in heaven. Ever since the fall, with the apple and Adam and Eve, I'm sure you've probably heard the story. God created a plan. A plan to win his people back See, after sin entered the world, we became exposed to both good and evil. We were never meant to carry that weight. We no longer could be in the presence of God because God is so holy and perfect and sin can't be around him. So we were separated and then we became selfish and greedy and we decided that God's way was not the path for us. However, the more we pushed God away, the more he pursued us. He used prophets like Abraham, Elijah, Isaiah, Moses, and many more to further his kingdom and further his plan of salvation. He wanted us back so desperately, and he hated what sin was doing to his people. So he sent Jesus. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Now, I'm sure you've heard that verse before. God sent his one and only son to make that way. Jesus died for me and he died for you. I cannot think of any love story that compares. Someone giving their life for another. The crazy thing is, Jesus didn't even deserve it. He was completely perfect. He made no mistakes, yet he died a sinner's death. He offered us freedom, freedom from our brokenness, freedom from our shame, freedom from the pain and suffering of this world. All you have to do is quit your high-paying job and move to a small town. Now, the high-paying job and small town equals everything the world has to offer you. Everything that Satan will tell you is better and easier. However, when you quit and say, this isn't going to satisfy me, and you understand that Jesus is the only thing that can fulfill that longing inside of you, a weight is lifted. Your chains are gone. Do you know why Grace quit her fancy job with her 401k and paid vacation days at that law firm in New York? And she moved into a one-bedroom house with an outhouse as a bathroom and a huge dog named Rover? She did it because of David. She fell in love with David and knew that he was all she wanted and all that she needed. So it was, easy, it was easier for her to give up all of that stuff because she knew that at the end of the day, she would be happier with David and Rover. There you go, I just wrote a Hallmark movie. Well, guess what? Jesus is David and he's asking you to give up the one thing that is holding you back from being with him. Once you do that, he comes into your life. Now that doesn't mean your life is instantly perfect, You'll still face trials of many kinds because we live in a fallen world, but it means that you won't be alone. All of a sudden your perspective changes and you find this new hope in what's to come. Also, I wanna make it clear. I'm not telling you to quit your job or move to a small town and rough it with an outhouse as your bathroom like Grace and David. It's not a sin to have a high paying job or running water. I was simply using the high-paying job as a metaphor for something else in your life that could be a distraction from what God has for you. For me, it was control. Before I could ever truly experience God to the fullest, I had to give up my control. I had to acknowledge the fact that I can't control the people or situations or Starbucks seasonal drinks. But most importantly, I couldn't control God in his timing, especially his timing. And I still struggle with it today, but it's not the same as before. When I start to feel like I'm doing all the leading, I simply remember what Jesus did. He died for me and he died for you. He provided for me. He protected me and he loved me. So he is worthy of that control and everything else. Someone once said, Shannon, did you know that Jesus died for you? And I was like, I mean, I'm a Christian, so yeah. And I didn't actually say that, but, you know, that's what I thought. Um, And they were like, "Okay." but while he was on that cross, he thought about you and he said that you're worth it. That statement made me step back a little bit and be like, whoa, like I know Jesus died for everyone, but I'm a part of everyone and you're also a part of everyone. That is by far so much greater than any Hallmark movie. What a love story. God wanting his people back so badly and Jesus being willing to make that happen without hesitation. You're worth it. Guys, I hope this episode can be an encouragement and that you know just how truly valuable you are. Have an amazing day and holiday. Your father in heaven loves you so much.